96.5 WVOF in Fairfield, and we just played a hundred ways to say I love you from one of the most prolific songwriters of our time. He has just released a hundred song four CD set, and he hails from Virginia. And I've been wanting to talk to him for quite a while after he's practically uh, filled my CD collection with all sorts of different groups and styles and even Christmas records. His name is Lee Harris, and right now we welcome to the Upper Room with Joe Kelly, Mr. Lee Harris. How you doing, Lee? Doing good. How's things uh, down on the farm? Well, I'm hanging out. I'm sitting on the back porch down here in beautiful Powhatan, Virginia, um, overseeing my flock of donkeys, <laughs> a couple of horses. So, so that's where the uh, the Oilsville uh, dynasty exists? Well, no, actually, that's about 20 minutes north of here. Okay. There's a um, two-car garage that me and some friends of mine rent as a band practice space, and then we have all sorts of drum sets and amps and guitars and stuff laying around out there that I can go out there and use when I record stuff. So so what band are you currently uh, working on rehearsing to, to go out and play some shows? Well... Tonight I have a band practice with a band called Country Sunshine, and we do straight-up honky-tonk stuff, but we haven't played yet. We're getting ready to record a demo at this guy's house. He has a real nice studio set up in his basement, and I sing in that band, and you know, I write all the original country songs. Um, but the next gigs coming up are the Ukulele Hipster Kings on the 20th of June. We're playing at a club in Richmond, Virginia. And that's a ukulele power trio that consists of my friend Monty Jones playing ukulele and singing. I play bass and sing, and our friend Hunter Boxley plays drums. And there's a, uh, the night before, there's a tentative gig set up at another club that um, is me playing. It's a trio with me on piano, this friend of mine named Corey Hammond on bass, and Monty, the ukulele player, plays drums in that band. <laughs> so that, those are pretty much all the current bands that are playing. So, so you enjoy that variety and working with different musicians and different styles, and, and you're a multi-instrumentalist as well, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I play, um, my main instrument probably is keyboards, but I, I'd say in order of um, ability, keyboards first, then bass, then drums, then guitar, a distant laugh, <laughs> and then trumpet too, oddly enough. I can pick up the trumpet, I played it in high school, and I can still put little trumpet things on some songs. So do you play uh, just about every day? Uh, probably four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. I mean, either practicing or recording and stuff. And I help other friends of mine that want to record stuff, get demos done and stuff. I'll help them out and add, you know, add drums or whatever to stuff they want or get a drummer or whatever. They, they'll bring in songs and I'll help them record things as I'm self-employed and have my days pretty much free. Good to have things to do. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, so listen, while people are uh, listening to the interview right now, I know a lot of people listening on the Internet um, to The Upper Room with Joe Kelly and Lee Harris, they can also go to your website right now, leeharrisonline.com. And, um, wow, there, there's a lot of stuff on there, message board and uh, pictures. Hey, guess what? I've, I've got your uh, photo up on my wallpaper at work. So, <laughs> Which one? The, the one right off the... Uh, the initial one off the web page. Oh, okay. So the, the one with my overalls. Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it's up there, and uh, also you can take a listen to the tracks, and also uh, find out ordering information. And uh, let let me talk about Five Score, which uh, you recorded between August of two thousand and one uh, and the early part of March of this year. Mm-hmm. 
this is a big challenge, a hundred songs set and four CDs. I know you worked fast before, but um, first talk about uh, getting that crazy idea. Well, it's, it was one of those things where you wake up one day and you think, huh, I could do a hundred song album. There's this group out of, uh, gosh, I don't even know where they're from. They're called Magnetic Fields. Like a couple of years ago, they did an album, a three CD album called 69 Love Songs. Mm-hmm. And they originally were going to do a 100-song album, but they pared it down to 69, and I listened to it. And um, I like a lot of their stuff, and some of their stuff I'm not a big fan of, but I thought it was a noble effort, and that sort of is what planted the seed in my head to see if I could do a 100-song. And then the original idea was to try to do 100, like, two-and-a-half-minute songs and fit them on two CDs, just to, you know, edit out all the solos, don't have any extra stuff on it just have the song you know but it's sort of some of the songs ended up being a lot longer than two and a half minutes so i had to expand the idea to have a four cd hundred song set and you know that was just the basic idea and um it's not really something i probably should have done <laughs> in hindsight <right? laughs> i mean it's probably an idea better left on a stone better left unturned but i went ahead and was being interviewed for a uh local website here in Virginia, in Richmond, richmond.com, and they, the interviewer for that said, so what are you going to do next? Because I gave them a stack of a bunch of the different CDs I'd done, and I just kind of blurted out, I'm going to do a 100-song album. So they sort of put it in print, and I was kind of obligated to follow up <laughs> on my declaration, which, is, you know, it, it's good to set goals and stuff, and I'm glad I did it, but I'll never do it again. <laughs> And that's a vow, right? You're going to take seriously on that one, too. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, I'll, I might, I'll probably record at least 100 songs a year, but there's no need to have them all on one album. It's just a lot for somebody to... It's a lot to ask of somebody to listen to 100 songs by one person. Now, if you had to go out and do a live show, could how many of the songs could you pull off uh, playing live? Uh, well, the thing we're playing on the 19th, we're actually doing about three or four of the songs. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of the songs are songs that I had written in the past and performed, but I'd never recorded to my satisfaction. You know, I'd done a rough demo or whatever, but never had... You write other songs and just kind of forget about older songs, and I just went through some notebooks and old tapes and stuff, and probably about eight or nine of the songs are songs like that. But, gosh, out of these, as far as doing them live... I'd probably say a good, uh, at least over half of them. Okay. So, at least so over half of them. I know I've I've practiced with bands, and I've, let's see, yeah, Flavor of the, the song in there, Flavor of the Month, and The Horse You Rode In On, Shining Like the Sun, um, gosh, Hundred Ways to Say I Love You, Sunset Waltz, Top of the World, yeah, there's a bunch on there that I've I have been practicing, so. Well, I, we're we're gonna get into one of those tracks right now, which is off disc two of Lee Harris's five score, and uh, you can go to triple online dot com and uh, find and out there's, all. There's there's a, there's a whole web page there that tells the story of the album, and it actually gives a song by song rundown on the date I recorded it, and and a uh, there's a link there to the web page that has a sample. It has about probably about 30 or 40 of the 100 songs posted where you can download them or listen to them. And it's all there at LeeHarrisOnline.com. And, yeah. Uh, let's see. We're going to... Uh, Do you need to hear those roosters? Yeah. By the way, how, how many animals on the farm? 
Um, four donkeys. Uh huh. One horse. Uh, two turkeys. A bunch of chickens. A couple of ducks. And obviously a bunch of roosters. And you take care of it all, right? Um, I, I'm pretty much the donkey man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of partial to the donkeys. Okay. I don't. There's goats here. I'm not. I'm not big on goats, but I like the donkeys and right. the cats and the dogs and stuff. So always uh, uh, an interesting take from Lee Harris, and uh, we're going to get into more. He's going to spend a little time with us here on The Upper Room. But first, let's listen to uh, something from disc number two. This is Flavor of the Month. Any background to this one, Lee? Um, This actually was a real easy song to write. I was riding down the road on the way to the grocery store and um, just kind of thinking about music and thinking about all the different bands that come and go so quickly that are so popular and then you never hear from them again, and I, the tune just started going through my head, and I actually had most of the song written before I started recording it, and I, I'm playing all the instruments on this version. So here we go. This is Lee Harris with Flavor of the Month. Flavor. Music of Lee Harris. Lee, 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 Flavor of the Month. And Lee is my special guest, and I welcome him all the way from Virginia. Hillbilly down here in Virginia on his farm. First I'm, time. I'm, I'm wearing shoes, though, and I'm not chewing tobacco. <laughs> well, you're having fun on the on on the uh, porch back there. Yeah, sitting on the back porch. And the roosters, but you, you're a donkey man. You told me. Well, I, yeah. Don't take that out of context, though. Yeah, I, I don't mean it that way. Sorry about that, Lee. <laughs> you tend to the donkey, right? Yeah, we got a baby donkey here that um I actually go walking with. Uh huh. And I sound like a complete lunatic, but it's true. No, well, <laughs> you know, I gotta give you a lot of credit because um. You know, we first met up on this thing called Alt Music Prince, both both fans of uh, Prince music. Yep. And uh, you're always the refreshing, honest, uh, diverse music uh, person. It's got a lot of reason to him. So how how did you uh, get into all this music? Because it seems like you've got a really great background in you know, history of music, and also you listen to a lot of stuff today. Yeah. Well, I've just always been a record geek, you know, I've from the age of, from when I first got my first paper route, all I wanted to do was buy albums, go to the drugstore and buy Pink Floyd albums and stuff. And um, the first job I had out of high school was working in a record store and DJing at a college station here in Virginia. And um, just basically just listening to music. You know, it started out with um, fairly commercial kind of listening habits, you know, all top 40 and all that kind of stuff. And then one day I accidentally ordered a Talking Heads album from the record club and was like, huh, I haven't heard these songs on the radio, but this stuff's pretty good. And it, it pretty much everything I listen to now, you could trace back to that Talking Heads album if you branch it out. Hey, but, you know, I wanted to tell you quickly that uh, Chris France, he was just in the stu- at the studio here uh, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd be love to introduce you guys hook up. <laughs> that would be cool. Well, David Byrne just uh, went shopping at a friend of mine's bookstore in Dallas about three weeks ago, too. Oh, there you go. It's, been, it's weird. There's certain... There's certain um, musical figures that I that tend to weave in and out of people I know's lives. Mm-hmm. George Jones is another one. I've oh, known yeah. I've known three or four people that lived in Florence, Alabama, when he did, and had lots of George Jones sightings. And another guy when I lived in Nashville, um, his stepmother. It was either his stepmother or his aunt was George Jones's personal hairdresser, <laughs> and he'd been he hung out at George Jones's house, um, watched a boxing match with him. Odd, and Adrian Ballou's another guy who, of course, is kind of related to Talking Heads because he lives in Nashville. We're used to running to him in bars all the time there. Kind of odd, but it's only George Jones and Talking Heads. It's really nobody else. 
I know you're also a big, big follower of uh, the Williams family. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yep. Talent skips a generation. And <laughs> I like senior and the third the best, and I do like some of junior stuff. But, um, yeah, Hank Williams Sr. is probably one of my favorite artists. And you've got, of course, on Lee Harris Online, besides uh, being able to pick up uh, Five Score, you can uh, check out Lee Harris's recommendations for listening. Uh, yeah, I, know, I, I can update that every once in a while. Notice you have Wilco on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've never, ever liked Wilco. Mm-hmm. I liked, um, I never liked, uh, what was the band before that? I can't even remember. The band they had before Wilco. The one that Sunvolt and Wilco came out of. Uh, you got me on that one, sorry. Okay, they, I can't remember their name, but there was this other band, and I never liked them, I never liked Wilco, never liked Sunvolt, never liked um, Whiskey Town, but now all of a sudden I'm a huge Ryan Adams fan. He came out of uh, Whiskey Town, and I'm a huge... Wilco fan on their new album. It's just amazing. It's it's kind of like Radiohead without all of the really high singing. <laughs> you know? Does that make any sense? It, it, it does. Did you it's, see it's kind of like an acoustic Radiohead or something. It's hard to explain, but I really like it. Did you see him play uh, Sessions at West 54th? No, I haven't. Uh, that, that, I haven't. They, they, they run the reruns of that on uh, cable. Yeah, PBS, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like on Bravo or something. They run the reruns of that on there, and I'll, I'll usually look and see if there's anything I want to see on there, but I haven't ever seen the Wilco one. Well, if people go to um, your website, they can definitely look over the, the discography and all the different bands that you have played with. Uh, you want to talk about, let's, for instance, some of the groups, you, the Lee Harris Combo and the Cartwheels and Ukulele Hipsters? Yeah, the uh, Lee Harris Combo is just out of a love of all the soul music that came out of Memphis in the 50s and 60s, um, and there's a particularly large number of groups that did instrumental music, like the Bill Black Combo, and Booker T and the MGs, the Marquees, um, and I mean, Willie Mitchell, there's just countless, Willie Mitchell went on and produced all the Al Green, all of his big records, but all that Memphis soul stuff, I just love, and I had the Booker T and MGs box set, and was riding around one day and I decided I was going to try to do a band like that. And um, the first album that the quote-unquote Lee Harris Combo did was finished in one day in about 12 hours. And it was one of the... It's the first album I'd ever done where I didn't sing and um, a lot of people really liked it. Which really surprised me. My friend Monty ended up playing drums on a couple of songs on that and then I played everything else and it was just a lot of fun. And of course, uh, we'd be remiss in not mentioning those those Christmas records. And you know, I had my brother, who's also a musician, in for uh, Christmas Eve, and he was really enjoying the record. We played the new one you had. Yeah, so more nog. Right. Yeah, more nog, right? And he had some special guests on that as well, right? Oh yeah, that w- that was um, that was. Uh, I did like three or four of those songs, and I just asked friends of mine, friends of mine that record and have bands, if they would be kind enough to write a Christmas song for the album mm-hmm. and they did um i've been doing those they originally started out i just would make a 90 minute tape for people of goofy christmas music um like lauren green and uh james brown and just kind of offbeat artists doing christmas material like people you would never think did christmas albums like james brown and um i gave them out every year and then i decided well i make music so i should do one all by myself so i did a country one 
in about 19, I guess it was 96, with a friend of mine named Brian Facchino, who is now the guitar player for the Pat McGee Band. And we did a Christmas album called The Old Hickory Boys and just gave them out to friends. And um, the last couple of years, I've just gotten friends of mine here in Richmond to help me out and do the Christmas material. You going to do it every year, you think? I've been, yeah, I've been doing it. I mean, I've been doing it since 80, 1986, I think. Mm-hmm. But just the, the all original has only really been the last three years. Well, why don't we get into uh, another track off the 100 song CD set, four CD set from Lee Harris called Five Score. And uh, this is going to take, at least it took me back to his memories growing up in the early 80s at the roller skating rink. Uh, you can't sit down. <laughs> That's Lee, a good one. Lee Harris getting funky and electronic there. <laughs> so uh, how, how's this one getting response? Um, I haven't heard any comments on this particular song yet. I particularly, it's one of my favorites on the CD, but I don't know. When I start, when I do goofy stuff, sometimes my friends don't know how to take it. Okay. <laughs> or the people that hear it. Well, if people are listening right now, this is their time to, to make those comments. And uh, yeah. you also can, uh, you want to give your email address out? People it's on the web page, but you, yeah, you can drop me an email at uh, it's juvenile high, which is just H I J U V E N I L E H I at AOL dot com. Okay, and uh, but let me know of uh, what you think of you can't sit down, <laughs> and the, and the whole uh, four song uh, four CD set. Yeah, definitely cop that one at LeeHarrisOnline dot com. So uh, we'll get into it. And we'll come back and talk a little more with Lee Harris. This is WVOF. In Fairfield. We got another one in. I can't promise you a hundred songs, but... Oh, come on. <laughs> I thought you said you were going to play all hundred songs. Uh-oh. What kind of deal is this? I just stated that before I talked to you, but, you know, mm-hmm. sorry it's not true. Mm-hmm. Can't get a fair shake anywhere <laughs> these days. You know, speaking of, uh, talk a little bit, you know, some of the songs touch on your work in uh, retail, in the, in the music uh Yep. Record stores, right? That is correct. You've, you've got a catalog of stories, right? That is correct. <laughs> I worked in, uh, I mean, from 1985 to last year on and off, I worked in record stores. So, oh, yeah. What, what is the, uh, the craziest thing you ever uh, did to a customer? That I ever did to a customer? Right. I was always wonderful to customers. Oh, okay. I never did anything mean to them. Or do you, have you heard stories? Uh, not not specific <laughs> ones, but you know, just the only real things are when people don't understand the store policy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, nothing really major. <laughs> you can go go to Google dot com, right, or something like that, and find out the stories. Well, I mean, there there there. I guess there was a night where um, somebody was mugged in our parking lot, and. Mm-hmm. There was another, that, I mean, that's not really funny. <laughs> right, right. There, there was another night where there was this guy that would come into the store in a uh, white lab coat and wander around the store walking very slowly. And we'd all just kind of go, huh. And he'd just kind of wander on out. And um, one day he came in and he had chocolate frosting all over himself. And he wandered around and left, and we never really bothered to ask why he had the chocolate frosting all over himself. But, you know, it made a good story. <laughs> and, and he later came to uh, engineer some of the tracks on the record, right? No. no, no. 
No, I never did find out right. what that guy's deal was. I just think he had some problems, and he just wanted to walk around one day with chocolate frosting. Right. He smelled like a cake. <laughs> now, now, how about if you had uh, two weeks of uh, studio time, free studio time, and you can invite some, some musicians in to work with you? Yeah, good question. Uh, can you rattle off some that really you'd love to work with? Yeah. Um, I would want three different rhythm sections. I would want Sly and Robbie. Mm-hmm. I would want the uh, the rhythm section from the Meters, Zigaboo and George Porter. Although I don't know if they like each other or not, but I hear they do gigs if you pay them enough money. Okay. <laughs> I would, um, and I would want the original Upsetters, the uh, Fat Domino Band. I guess the ones that recorded all that stuff in New Orleans at Cosmos. Those would those would be the rhythm sections. I would definitely want Steve Cropper playing guitar from Booker T and MGs and the Blues Brothers and Otis Redding and all that. Uh, I'd actually want my friend Brian to play guitar, and Prince would be a good piano player if he'd be willing to make the gig. <laughs> you know, if there's and the P Funk horn section. Oh, that'd be sweet. With yeah. you know, including Maceo, like right. the Maceo, Fred Wesley P Funk horn section would be cool. Now, I guess about, that's the James Brown horn section, too. And James, James Brown's uh, Clyde Stubblefield and um, who's the other guy? Jabo? Yeah. Yeah. That, they wouldn't hurt, but I'd have a room full of drummers. <laughs> I'm really, I'm, you, I guess you can tell maybe I'm more into bass and drums than anything. Well, well, the way you work, you could just rotate them, you know? You could stay up. And... <laughs> yeah, I could do that. Yeah, just have them on a little schedule rotating in. Well, I need my nap time now. That's right. <laughs> Uh, now, no. Here, here's a question: um, If you could uh, tackle a few, or maybe even just one Prince song to turn it upside down, wh- what would you be willing to do? Um, probably one of the more pop, poppy songs. Um, okay. Gosh, I'm trying to think here. One of the actually one of the songs off Emancipation, probably like "Damned If I Do." All right. One of those kinds of songs I'd like. I, I could probably do something with. Now, the uh, five score, of course, is a four CD set and Emancipation three CD. Yeah. Uh, any Maite inspiration on this one? Not at all. Not at all, right? Not at all. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Ah. Yeah. But uh, folks can uh, check out Lee Harrison five score, and off the top of your head, oh, and my, I think my friend Monty should be in my my fantasy band too, since he plays with me all the time. Anyway. Okay. Give it up to Monty, Monty Jones. Of That's course. right. And um, all all the releases are available at LeeHarrisOnline.com, and great website. Uh, who does your website? That would be me. Okay. So, so, so many um, unmarketable skills I have. So, so, so much congratulations on that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, the whole... Uh, I want to want to ask you before we got into a couple of tracks and, and say goodbye. That uh, how many songs have you written? Do you have Do you have a figure off the top of your head? Mm. Well, there's at least a hundred on this album, of which I wrote about ninety two of them, maybe ninety four. Uh, uh, at least eight hundred. I don't know. Probably more. What What's the? Not lead? all of them are good. Yeah, and, and you make mention on, on the uh, box set in one of the songs. You said, well, not all of them can be good or something. <laughs> well, like yeah, that, it's right? a 100-song album. What do you expect? Right. But, I mean, overall, at this, 
I've been getting good feedback from this thing, so I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say it's you know a bunch of junk with two or three good songs. Who who's minding the uh, the Lee Harris vault of songs? Oh, uh, they're all stored away here at Macon Multimedia. Okay, <laughs> they're all stored in the dining room. <laughs> I mean, with the hard disk recording right. and stuff, you just you store all the data on a uh, blank CD. Right. And then I have all the old four track cassette tapes and things going back to gosh. Almost twenty years, probably. So, what's the new, next project? I know you made mention on the uh, the website. You've got some things coming up. Well, I did the uh, right after the five score was done. I did a whole new Lee Harris combo album called Out of the Box. That's done and up on the website. And um, I did a piano vocal album that is done, but I haven't. I've recorded seventeen songs, and I haven't picked the ten or twelve that I need to to have the album. And I have a new um, Oilville Music Machine, which is my kind of spoof new age band. Um, I've recorded all the tracks for that, but I haven't actually laid them down. But I'm working with a friend of mine here in Richmond named Harry Gore, who used to be in a band called The Good Guys. Um, they were members of the Black Rock Coalition, and they played up in, um, they used to play at the Wetlands quite a bit, and in New York, and toured with Simply Red, and did all this stuff in the 80s and 90s. And he's he wanted me to help him do a demo, so I've been working on his stuff the last couple of weeks so those are the um and i'm and recording the demo for this country band i'm in the lee harris and country sunshine we're going to start recording our demo tonight so always always busy right yeah, yeah. It, i mean it sounds like a lot but it, you know if you're doing something you love to do it really isn't yeah, doesn't seem like it's not like a stressful thing mm-hmm. you know you set your own deadlines and you just go to work and do it how about our uh, listeners out there on the internet if they want to uh, go check you out some uh, live shows? Well, this thing on the 20th is a definite. It's at a bar in uh, downtown Richmond in the Shaco Bottom area called Alley Cats. And it's actually some scenes in that movie Hannibal were filmed in there. I don't know what the deal was with that, but that's what they tell me. But it's, it's like the big rock club in town, and um, we're opening up. This is the Ukulele Hipster Kings, which is the band I play bass and sing in. It's a, uh, like I said, a ukulele power trio. There's ukulele and vocal, electric bass and drums. So it's not like three guys with ukuleles and we do silly songs. They have a um, website. There's a link to it on my website where you can listen to some ukulele tunes. And we're playing. And there's this gig on the 19th I found out today. We might have been ousted by the Asylum Street Spankers. I don't know yet, so I can't say that's a confirmed date on the 19th at uh, Post Pub, which is also in downtown Richmond. But you could, just, you could probably call Post if you're in the area, if you wanted to go. That's going to be the Lee Harris Trio, which is me on piano and my friend Corey on bass and Monty playing drums, and all three of us sing harmonies and stuff, too. And if people uh, have just tuned in, my special guest this afternoon has been uh, Lee Harris, uh, very, very creative and prolific songwriter, musician, and he is out of Richmond, Virginia area. And the CD, four CD set, hundred songs, five score, and it's it's only fifteen bucks. Woo! I mean, there, it's it's, right. it's CDRs, you know. Right, right. So the cost is kept low. There's no overhead. Independent artist. That's right. Yep. At uh, LeeHarrisOnline.com, and if you just tuned in and just said. You know, you're feeling the interview and the music uh, will be uh, on a separate broadcast. Uh, be having the Lee Harris weekend, both uh, 
Saturday and Sunday, you'll hear this interview and, and more songs, of course, more songs from Five Score and also uh, Lee's various other projects. You can send me an email at eastwestdj at aol.com, and uh, we'll set you straight on the link for that. So, uh, hey, Lee, thanks so much for uh, stopping by the show. Thank you, Joe. I wish I could have been there in person. Yeah, well, we still got the summer, a couple <laughs> months to go. If, if my pop was still living up there in Connecticut, I could... Uh... You know, made a trip out of it, but he moved back to Virginia. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to have him closer to you. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, why don't we go out with a couple tracks to get people a little more feel for, for the four CDs. Um, something you talked about, uh, your love for the, the, the soul music out of Memphis, uh, Knee Jerk. And yeah. uh, one of your favorites off of this one called Top of the World. Excellent. So uh, thanks, Lee. Okay. All right. This is Lee Harris. Thank you. 